Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Friday, March 3rd. It is six minutes after 11. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're glad that you're listening this morning. We start off this hour talking about the latest poll in in it, it has Donald Trump leading uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. This is a hypothetical head-to-head matchup, and Trump is leading DeSantis by 12 points. Now, full disclosure, I put these on the template, not because there's some inner deep meaning, but it just gets people really fired up, and that's why <laughs> we're here, is to keep people listening for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And people seem to be super passionate about the DeSantis-Trump stuff, which... Mm-hmm hopefully will be great for us for uh, the next, oh, year and a Mm -hmm. Um, half-ish. Here's the thing about all this right now. This is not going to change a whole lot. Now, different polls will be outliers, whatever. Like, there's a California poll that shows DeSantis way ahead of Trump in California. But nationwide, this is not going to change much from that, somewhere between 8 and 12 points, Mm -hmm. until either Trump does something again... (laughs) Which Trump, who knows what it'll be. And that could swing either way. What I'm saying, it could be great, like going to Ohio and doing the Big Macs, or it could be calling some woman reporter horse face. I mean, it could it could be all points in between. It's not going to change, though. Or debuting NFT trading cards. Right, you it, have no idea. You just don't. Mm-hmm. But the point is, until DeSantis is in the race and everyone is actively running a campaign, which will probably be June, May or June, this is not going to move a whole lot because DeSantis is not even a candidate for president. Right. But let's keep polling it anyway. So it's a Yahoo YouGov poll, and it says that Trump is at 47%, while DeSantis is at 39%. And then we have the also rans, the wannabes, right? And that's where they just get smaller and smaller. So if... Trump is up there on top, and then you got DeSantis between 8 and 12 points behind. Nikki Haley's at 5%. Pompeo's at 3%. Pence, your guy. <laughs> yes, my guy. Uh-huh. You know me. Well, he used to sit right there. He's at 2%. And then why why they keep including her, Liz Cheney, is at 1%. Well, and again, it doesn't matter. Here's what is going to be interesting about this, and I think the race... Well, there's two ways to go about with DeSantis going about dealing with Trump. And I'm not sure. I think the race will ultimately swing on which one he chooses and how effective he is with that. Because Trump's ceiling is is there. He's at his ceiling, right? He's not. There's nobody right now who is not saying I will vote for Trump in a primary who's going to just suddenly go, well, you know, you're probably right. I mean, the Trump stuff, good, bad, it's already baked in. Can DeSantis pull voters away from Trump, which you will clearly have to do if you believe the polling that we're seeing today? And there's one of two ways you can do it. The first way is to say, all right, there's a whole bunch of stuff in Trump's record Mm -hmm. that you can easily attack and go after. And I think you start at COVID and go, this guy printed a gajillion dollars that bribed states to shut down while we stayed open. Who's really got your back on liberty and freedom? Bribe guy or the we stayed open guy? And that means you're going to have to get nasty and get in the mud and you're going to have to go at Trump and you're going to have to tell people, look, this ding dong has failed two election cycles in a row. He can't lift people. I'm lifting people in Florida, Mm -hmm. Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and, And what do you want? You want a guy at the top of the ticket that 
has governed effectively and is on the side of liberty and freedom and has lifted everybody with him, or do you want ticket dragger guy? Mm -hmm. Now, that's option one. Option two is to not even acknowledge Trump's existence and just say, I am this. Mm -hmm. Here is what I've done. Mm -hmm. If you want this, I offer this to you as a national candidate. If you want the rest of the nation to look like the state that we governed, Mm -hmm. thank you. Have a nice day. And bank on people being able to separate for themselves the difference between these two guys and put the rest of the puzzle together themselves. There's two ways to go about it, and I'm sure he's going to get it from both sides of the of his advisors on which one is the best way to go at Trump. Okay, normally when you do option two, where you ignore Trump, that's when you're already in the number one position because you don't want to talk about your competition when you're already on top. Yeah. But he's not on top. And and so but the other side so of this is he's got to come out attacking. If you if you are a per, if the and they I'm sure they've got a, just so much internal polling right now. I'm sure it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And who knows what that internal polling actually says. But if the polling says and I think it probably will that people are looking for something different from the leader of the Republican Party, then do you risk alienating those people? who are looking for whatever word you want to use, someone more presidential, Mm -hmm. professional, Mm -hmm. whatever, if you start getting down in the dirty with this guy and doing the name calling and and all of that. You're going down to his level. Right. So do you risk alienating those people? Because that is the advantage DeSantis has. He has been effectively governing the past three years while Donald Trump has been sitting on the sidelines. Ron DeSantis has been winning at a time where there are not a lot of Republicans who are winning much of anything for the American people. Okay, so maybe he should just keep on doing what he's doing, the Florida blueprint. And I don't know, and Casey, I don't know, nor do I really have a firm, strong opinion on what the actual best way to campaign against Donald Trump is. Well, I'm sure they have a lot of consultants. Yeah. Maybe they should just go with their gut. Well, that's, and a lot of it too is your personality. Mm -hmm. We have seen this time and again, where after Trump won, all these Republicans tried to be Donald Trump. Why is Todd Rakita not a U.S. senator right now? Because he tried to be Donald Trump, and he's not good at being Donald Trump. Todd Rakita was one of the few people who could have run on, I have been an effective, reliable, conservative governor, mm-hmm. not in, since he was the governor of the state, but as a secretary of state and a congressman, and I'll run on reliable conservatism and government competence. But he got suckered into, hey, everybody wants Trump now, so I'm going to be this bizarro, Mm -hmm. funny guy, humor, whatever. And it didn't work for him because people saw through that. Well, Trump needed that to cut through all the noise. And that worked for Trump. And it's his his inherent personality. Right. Like, that is my, my inherent personality is very similar to Trump. I could do that and people go, that's genuinely the way Rob operates. Mm Mm-hmm. Kevin, mm-hmm. that would not work for Kevin because Kevin's a very nice, respectable human being. Right. You have to. It would be, seem fake. You have to be what you right. are, and and I I honestly don't know at his core what DeSantis is, and what he's comfortable being. Well, I hope he's not a careerist. I hope he hasn't just been laying down all of. Oh, the- but he is. But there's nothing wrong. I'm not. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. You don't go from what was he, he was a prosecutor and then he was a congressman and now he's a governor. And that's going to be president. Oh, he's totally career political guy. He's totally guy who wanted to be president from the time he was old enough to tie his shoes. 
And while that is not my preferred methodology for someone to become a leader in this country or president, mm-hmm. the fact is Ron DeSantis has a reliable record, despite being career political guy. He's, of, a, he's a winner. And be good at it. Yeah. He's been good mm-hmm. in terms of liberty and freedom and not messing around and taking hard stances. Most career political people are the polar opposite of that. Yeah. So it's like a weird, bizarro world candidate. I wonder how much Ron DeSantis will promote his military time. Because that's something that Trump yeah, can't do. Yeah. Trump avoided military service. Right. While Ron DeSantis served of his own free will mm-hmm. and with distinction. Yeah. Somebody else who served in the military, also in the Navy, Pete Buttigieg. Yes, that's right. And let's talk about him. So Mitt Romney said that he's not ready for the responsibility that he has. <laughs> And that the cabinet position will be better filled by someone else. Of course, Buddha Judge is under fire for so much stuff. Uh-huh. Many people are calling for him to be fired. Now, Mitt Romney, uh, every time I see his face and hear his voice, I want to puke all over myself. I will, <laughs> so I will start with that caveat. Mm-hmm. And by the way, The Hill had the article. He said, quote, he's not ready for the responsibility he has. He was a fine mayor. <laughs> What? We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but uh, from what I understand, what who are you talking to? But the uh, position he's got really would be better served by a person who's managed a large enterprise, estate, or something of the scale he's now dealing with. Okay, so Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. what was the signature accomplishment? Mitt Romney basically won one election before he became a senator, which yeah. was governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. His signature accomplishment was socialized medicine, which became the blueprint for Obamacare. Probably not the guy to be bragging about being qualified for a position because let's face it, Mitt Romney would have been pumping gas somewhere if his daddy hadn't been super rich and super successful and super governy himself. Yeah. So don't talk to me about earning it the hardware the old fashioned way. But he is right. Buttigieg is brutally unqualified. Mm-hmm. And he's now okay. Well, the Oversight and Reform Committee announced that they're launching a probe into his response into the train derailment in yeah. Ohio. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, it's interesting that Romney said that he was a fine governor. What was the fine mayor? Fine, fine mayor. From yeah. what he understands, he was never governor. Yes. Uh, a fine mayor. Yes. Okay. Casey, you lived under Pete Buttigieg's rule. Was he indeed a fine mayor? Well, if you're considering that South Bend was one of the most segregated cities oh. in the United States. Yeah. That's not fine. Uh-huh. One of the highest foreclosure rates in the United States. Mm-hmm. That's not fine. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Unemployment was at 15% while he was mayor. Uh-huh. That's not fine. Yeah, that's not very good either. Uh, let's see. Violent crime rates surged from 622 when he was mayor Ooh. up to over 1,000 oh, yeah, in two years. That's also not fine. That's not fine. Yeah, that's not good. He did install decorative brick sidewalk pavers downtown. Well, hey, so it's not all bad. It's not all bad. I mean, the di- he did some ornamental things, and you know what? Um, so, you know, the dude. Yeah. The dude was in the. You know, cities have these uh, forty under forty. Like mm-hmm. these are the top forty people yeah. to look for in your city. Uh-huh. These are the these are the change makers. Uh-huh. These are the go getters, sure. right? The dude was in the forty under forty. Really. Uh, in is, South Bend. Is that why you stayed with him? In the same class that Pete Buttigieg was in. How did he get it? In, well. Oh, they were in the same class. You they said Buttigieg was in the... Yeah, so Pete Buttigieg and my dude, they were both in that 40 under 40, uh-huh. you know. Did he bring that home and brag about it? 
Did he say, look at what I did? Uh, his picture was in a flyer. That's it? That's all you get? Here's the flyer. There's no, there's no like, gift certificate somewhere? No, there or, was a rubber chicken dinner. Uh, but there was no trophy? He doesn't no. get a no, there was a no big trophy. giant 40 or whatever, a gold 40 to put on his so. mantle? I mean, I was really proud of the dude. I've been dude. to your house, and I, I didn't see I was really it. proud of the dude, but now that I look back and go, well, they put Pete Buttigieg yeah, in that true. same class. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's really not that great of an accomplishment now. Um, but I'm very proud of your dude, too. Okay. He's a fine guy. 17 minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey. When we come back. Yeah. Casey, you remember that chick police officer who, speaking of dude, was <laughs> was, was uh, fond of a lot of dudes? Mm-hmm. Remember they were she, fond, they were fond she of did, her. as we like to say, the hooking up? Yeah. Isn't that what you kids say they, now, Kev? They moved beyond are the, the Are you stage. doing the hooking <laughs> Like, like, like they moved, like moved beyond. She moved beyond the talking stage with several of her police officer coworkers. Mm-hmm. She has now filed some sort of lawsuit and gave this super weird interview where she was reading from a paper with mm-hmm. her attorney. And we must, must because it's our show. We must talk about that. When All we right, come back. it's Kennelly Casey on ninety three WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. If I traded it Two minutes after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Trending this hour, the National Park Service, I don't know if you saw this, they tweeted out, if you come across a bear, Uh never push a slower friend down, (laughs) even if you feel the friendship has run its course. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's rare I, the federal government does anything that makes me chuckle, but that's funny. If I'm near a bear, don't push me down because yeah. I know that I'm clearly yeah. the slower friend. Mm-hmm, I sure. won't make it out. Also trending, Food and Wine has determined that there is a diner in the state of Indiana no. that is the best. It is called Nick's Kitchen, and it's in Huntington, oh. which is up, up I, near Fort Wayne. I believe Huntington mm-hmm. is the home of Dan Quayle and is where the Dan Quayle Museum is. Is. Oh, you I, can make a, a road trip, day have, trip of that. No, now I have been to the Dan Quayle Museum when I worked uh, for the state auditor. We did some sort of something up there mm-hmm. and went through the Dan Quayle Museum. And Casey, the Dan Quayle Museum was about as riveting as you would expect the Dan Quayle Museum to be. And I spent about as much time in the Dan mm-hmm. Quayle Museum mm-hmm. as you would expect me to spend there. I think the guy up front had fallen asleep. You could uh, you could probably spend more time at Nick's Kitchen. <laughs> also trending, and it was uh, your buddy Phil Sanchez that oh, brought this to my, yeah. my attention. Love Phil. Again, this has been going on for a while. I was just reminded of it because of him. The baseball pitch clock. Oh, this is stupid. Yep, and here's a uh, Yankees relief pitcher striking out a hitter in 20 seconds. <laughs> A little quick pitch right there. Mm. <laughs> quick pitch for the clock. How he, about that? He got the 16 <laughs> seconds there, or he's got the thir- 12 seconds there, I think. And now Tukapita's down two strikes within eight seconds. <laughs> oh. Wow. Struck him out. 
Yeah, that's, pitch it's not baseball. I will not be watching baseball this year. This you're is against stupid. this, huh? Oh, this is, they they have ruined baseball. The the runner on second in extra innings is stupid. Mm-hmm. The banning the shift is stupid. The larger bases are stupid. The pitch clock is stupid. They are they have this weird obsession with attracting people who are not going to watch baseball anyway, mm-hmm. and they are ruining it for the people who actually like baseball. So mission accomplished. I will not be watching baseball this year. I hope you get a gajillion people who don't actually appreciate your sport because I am out. Why? Why are you so against this it? This is not baseball. You like the pitcher being able just to mess around there on the mound? Part of the game, it's like spit golf. Spit all over the ball, it's, put some Vaseline on it. It's you're sitting there mm-hmm. enjoying an afternoon either outside mm-hmm. or watching television, and strategy is a big part of of baseball. The whole thing where they said you have to face three batters in a row before you can make a pitching change. You can only throw over to first base a certain amount of times. Strategy is a huge part of baseball. The enjoyment of thinking through the process. Nobody who actually likes baseball in the history of ever said this game is taking too long. Speed it up. Most people, it's not football. They don't watch baseball linearly. They might flip over for an inning or two. Then they might flip back. Mm -hmm. Baseball guy enjoyed what baseball was. And, newsflash, baseball used to be really fast before television. So, if you're concerned about the speed of play... Why don't you limit the commercials? Oh, can't do that, can we? Let's just ruin it for people who enjoy the game. All right. Finally trending. Oh, it's a big day. Oh, we're not done with the trending? One one last one, because it's a big day for Uno Gold. Oh! Today's the day their record drops. Oh, that's how exciting. All right, Kevin, what's the name of the single? Yeah, what are you doing, Kevin? Uh, it's called Sings My Songs. Sings My Songs. What's it about? What's the deep inner meaning? It's about a girl. Okay, you got to ask the singer about that, or I have to ask him because he writes the lyrics. Wait, you just play whatever garbage this guy puts in front of you? I mean, I'm not to say this is garbage, <laughs> oh, but... No, I'm not even going to talk to you <laughs> now. What, what, what if, I mean, is it, there's not, isn't there like some team meeting? Like, this is about my girlfriend, Frida, and she was on an airplane, and I missed her... No, nothing? Just... Whatever. You'll, have, you'll have to ask him about that garbage. Well, let's, yeah. I need. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I like how Rob's true feelings slipped out no, there. I just, I just hey. wondered, is there some team meeting with the band, or is this a Led Zeppelin type thing where Jimmy Page writes incredible music, and then uh, Robert Plant just mumbles in some words about Vikings and orcs to fit the music? I just go along with whatever he's All right. Sings. Hey, you know what? Um, I want to hear a clip of the song, Sings My Songs, and then I'm going to tell you my favorite song from Uno Gold. Oh, yeah. You have- I, ha- I have. A favorite because I'm a fan. How exciting. All right, let's hear it, Kevin. This is the new one. Sounds good. I, I like, like it. it. I like it a lot. Okay, so we're going to put that on the Kendall and Casey Spotify playlist. So if you haven't, just uh, head over to Spotify and type in Kendall and Casey and then follow the playlist. By the way, my favorite song that Uno Gold sings uh-huh. is called Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we can have that as our bumper music when we come back. And by the way, you can follow Uno Gold on Instagram mm-hmm. if you'd like to keep up to date on Kevin's band, uno.gold mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 1133, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. For our YouTube viewers, Rob is holding up a new yard sign. 
That going in the front yard. It is. I'm going to totally freak my neighbors out. It's uh, Abdul's uh, mayor sign, mm-hmm. yard sign. You know, I'm the king of the yard signs, Casey. I love the yard signs. Mm-hmm. And so I want to see as many people in Brownsburg drive past and see that sign and try to figure out what the heck is going on because it says Abdul for Indy on the yard sign. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll be the talk of the town. That's a really good looking logo. It is a great, too. it's actually, see, here's the thing. For those of you, if you're on the YouTube, if you go over to Kent, I will hold this up because I'm a multitasker here, Casey. I'm going to hold this up and mm-hmm. explain to our audience why this is a great sign. Now, let me see here. It is the same on both sides of the sign. So okay. I will multitask here. Um, actually, I'm going to lower it a little bit. Kev, am I in the shot? Can you tell me? Does it need to go up, down? Uh, lower it a little lower bit. Lower it a little bit. Yeah, All right, there, there we go. Okay, so this is a great sign for a couple of reasons. Number one, paid for by, very prominently displayed. So Abdul will not be appearing in front of any sort of uh, court whatsoever for mm-hmm. not uh, putting the paid for by. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name is gigantic. Mm-hmm. It, it is the name he wants people to recognize. Yep. So Hakeem Shabazz mm-hmm. would be a lot to put on mm-hmm. a sign. Yeah. Shabazz would be a lot to put on a yep. sign. Everyone knows him as Abdul, so that is very big and prominent. Then what he's running for... And it's in red. It is in red. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of the red. We know I won my election overwhelmingly. Mm-hmm. Um beat the school referendum easily. Red is the color to go to. White background, red and bold. Very mm-hmm. good there. Mm-hmm. What he's running for is smaller, mm-hmm. so people will see the name, but then, hey, I'm curious what he's running for, for Indy. Right. Okay. And then the city of Indianapolis in the background Skyline. very prominently. So this yep. is a, I like this yard sign. It does get my seal of approval. Mm-hmm. And it's red, white, and blue. Yeah, absolutely. Very patriotic looking. So nice I will, job. I'm going to freak everybody in Brownsburg out once I get home today. Okay. Let's talk about uh, this lawsuit, this federal civil rights lawsuit that's been filed by one of the police officers who was terminated due to a sexual misconduct scandal. And this is in the city of Laverne. Megan Hall, she was the sole female police officer. Uh-huh. Uh, she was among, was there five or six of them that were let go? She was having fun with a lot of her her male colleagues. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, she's been subjected to a, a lot of mockery and internet memes. Uh-huh. And she lost her job, and uh, now her attorney is saying that she was groomed, and uh-huh. nobody's been as publicly humiliated in this way since Monica Lewinsky. Oh, I see. Um, so now they're not alleging that she was forced to do this like by physical force, right? I mean, I haven't seen that anywhere. No, they're saying that she was groomed for sexual exploitation. Okay, so she, like Monica Lewinsky, was an adult. And if they're not alleging any sort of unwanted encounter, like mm-hmm. not that she she did not, was not forced into doing this right... So uh, let's just let the, I want to play this audio because this audio is very, very weird because she's with her attorney in this interview and you'll hear a little bit of her attorney and then you're going to hear her and she's reading from a paper Mm -hmm. the entire time. Which she doesn't want to misspeak. Well, that tells me, right, she was told you will say this this, and that Mm -hmm. always really stands out to me, but I'll, I'll let everybody hear and then we'll talk about it. Take a listen. I remember while interviewing for the position at Laverne Police Department, they described the environment as a family. However, while I was aspiring to protect my community, the Laverne Police Department was not protecting me. 
I received harassing and threatening messages on my phone daily. I felt like I had been terrorized. I know what most people are saying. You know, you could have said no. I get it. But my response to them is that I did say no and he wouldn't take it for an answer. Eventually I gave in from pressure. So it's not as easy to say she could have just said no. She did say no on several occasions. Miss Hall tried to get out of this relationship and she was not allowed to. Okay, so the lawsuit claims that her boss conspired to utilize his power to systematically break down her defenses and degrade her. Okay, Casey, you are the woman here. I'm assuming your gender, and uh-huh. so I'm going to let you go first. You, you, assumed, have been, you assumed correctly. Oh uh, well, I, I took you. I took a shot in the dark mm-hmm. that that would not offend you if mm-hmm. I if I threw that out there. Mm-hmm. And you have been a woman in the workplace who has elevated yourself mm-hmm. to management positions in radio, and so as someone who was in a oftentimes male-dominated environment. I'll let you take the first stab at what you heard there and tell Mm -hmm. me whether she's got something to this or she's full of crap. Okay, I could see if it were just one. Yeah. Because she's alleging it's her supervisor. Yes. Who was grooming her. And if he's uh, physically a big person, much Mm -hmm. bigger than her physically, and obviously because they're police officers, they have weapons, she might be intimidated. And she went into this as a rookie Mm -hmm. who was being trained. And if it's her supervisor, I can see where, okay, there may have been something there. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's one. Right. But it wasn't just one. She had the interpersonal relations with more than one of her colleagues. It was one, two, three, four, five. That's that's a lot of... Possibly six. That's many, many men. That's many gentlemen callers. Yeah. That's more than the one. So, I'm... Now, look, this is all going to come out in the trial... And that's what's going to be fascinating because I'm sure there's all sorts of text messages, emails, phone calls. Mm -hmm. Clearly, these Mm -hmm. people who had the experiences with her are going to be called as witnesses Mm -hmm. and are going to be asked to testify. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're going to come out and they're going to say who led who. Yeah, exactly. Who who took who down what path? And and you, you say now... The husband has apparently, at least last I heard, Staying ma- with her. stayed with her, which that, I was going to say blows my mind, but that really surprises me uh, that the husband has made that choice. So I don't know, do you feel bad for him if he chooses to stay in that relationship? Well, if he believes her that she was groomed and she is the victim, he's staying with her, you know, out of love. If it, at, at the end of the day, if you find out this really wasn't that then, yeah, I feel bad for the guy for making a bad choice. Yeah, it's, uh, I just, I'm going to be fascinated or, to see how this plays out because, as you said, okay. I mean, the heart wants what the heart wants. It's hard to argue with that. Right. So, I don't know. We'll, don't, you were smiling. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there because okay. if she truly is a victim, I don't want to say, like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to... Uh, Victim shaming and all of that. I don't. I don't want to go down that road. So we'll we'll find out. Yeah. When they all, like you mentioned, when they when they go to court. Um. <laughs> but that's that's a that's a lot of gentlemen friends. <laughs> Would you like to talk about brain chips? 
<laughs> do you want to with Elon I th- Musk? I think we've really done the deepest dive <laughs> we can do on this story at this time. Yeah. Okay, so on at least four different occasions since 2019, Elon Musk predicted that his medical device company, which is called Neuralink, would soon start human trials of a brain implant to treat things like paralysis and blindness. Well, that sounds fantastic if you can treat these things. Sure. But brain implants? That sounds a little adventurous, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. I mean, if someone came to you and said, Casey, we're experimenting with brain implants, Mm -hmm. my initial reaction would be, and I get that as you're saying, Elon Musk is trying to spin it as some sort of, here's the medical innovations that could be made by doing this. That sounds like a point of no return that will not eventually end well for society. Would I be mistaken in that observation? Yeah, no, you're good. I mean, Neuralink officials say that uh, the FDA is asking safety questions. Uh It hasn't been approved yet, but it's Elon Musk, and he's the guy who likes to get things done. So... Are you rooting for him or not? No, I'm rooting against him on this. You don't want brain implants, even if it helps a lot of people. Casey, let's play Let's play a little game here, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two words, and when you hear those words, you're going to say, you're just whatever your gut reaction oh, is. no. You're, you're going to use the word productive or unproductive for society, okay? okay. <laughs> All right? Stop signs. <laughs> Productive. That's good. Um, headlights. <laughs> Productive. That's good. You need those. Brain implants. <laughs> Unproductive. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? Oftentimes, whatever your initial <laughs> gut reaction to something is, yeah. is the path that will lead you best. And I share with you... Brain implants sound very unproductive for society long term. I want to quickly talk about this other thing. I know we have to get to a break, yes. but I want to do this. Ford Motor Company has filed a patent uh-huh. on technology yes. that could remotely shut down your radio or mm-hmm. your air conditioning if you're in your car. Mm-hmm. If you miss a payment. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's their money. The car, <laughs> they're not screwing around, right? Yeah. If you miss a payment, that's money you owe somebody. They, they gave you the stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always thought this about mortgage payments, about car payments, about rent payments. Somebody's a la- giving you the stuff, whether it's a house to live in or an apartment or an automobile. And the dealio is we're going to give you the stuff in advance. Mm-hmm. And then you got to hold up your end of the bargain by making the payment. So they've got this patent application. Not only could it shut down. Uh, your air conditioning or your radio if you miss a payment. It could shut down your cruise control, your automatic windows, your key fob, your door locks, even your accelerator, and the engine itself. The tow, the t- You know, the repo so guy. So they're just going to shut down your car. Yeah, the repo yeah. guy. This is who this is really going to harm because the guy who's got to come in the middle of the night and get your car mm-hmm. because, you know, if you're at work they or whatever. They don't need him anymore. They're not going to need him anymore. They'll just shut it down and then they'll have their own little repo service mm-hmm. and this is my fear here, Casey. The repo man could be put out of business. Okay, so that's your fear. So Cox Automotive says that uh, since January, they are seeing more delinquent auto loans. It's been the highest it's ever been since 2006. Wow. So I thought, but Biden told us the economy. Oh, is the economy's. Great. Yeah. It's great. All the we're jobs. We're doing the work. We created all the jobs. We're doing the work for the. Uh, okay. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Ten minutes in front of 12, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And after announcing his decision to live out his final days in hospice home care, Jimmy Carter being hailed as America's decent, humble president who cared about the little people. However, there is a book that mm, says otherwise. It is the first family detail secret service agents reveal the hidden lives of presidents. And in this book, they say Jimmy Carter was not all that humble. Okay, so this is about presidents as a collective, right? This is uh, not just Jimmy Carter wasn't asked to somebody. Because I was going to say, that would be a pretty crappy release time when it, right before a guy's right. about to die. But it's presidents as a collective. Mm-hmm. Hey, this president acted this way. This president acted that way. Okay, I'm a little more okay with this now than I was before. Okay, so in the book, they say that Jimmy Carter actually told Secret Service agents and uninformed uh, officers that he he didn't want him to greet him on the way into the Oval Office because it bothered him too much to have to say hello back. That's going to be my new rule for Kev. Do not greet me in my <laughs> on my way into the studio, Kev. It bothers me too. There's no way that's true. You believe that? What an ass if that's true. Yeah. um, Okay. So they also say he would roll up his sleeves and carry his bag over his shoulder, but it was empty because he was known for carrying his own luggage. Uh But the the author of this book is saying, yeah, he carried his own luggage, but it was empty. That's the. uh, Let's go back to that other one though. That really bothers me about the not saying hello. Because no matter who you are, Mm -hmm. from president to janitor to whatever, Mm -hmm. no person on this planet is better than anybody else or too good to say hello to them. Right. If you're a law-abiding, tax-paying, decent member of society, now, you're be- if, it, it, if it's John Wayne Gacy, okay, you're better than him. But if you're some- if somebody is working and producing and pr- productive and producing for society, mm-hmm. what a jerk right. to act like it's an inconvenience for me to say look at you and say hi. Yep. Okay, it's also uh, being reported in this book that he would walk into the Oval Office at 6 a.m., do a little work for about a half an hour, uh-huh. and then close the curtains and take a nap. So all the press would see Kinda is like that... like radio. <laughs> all the press would see is that, oh, he's sh- he bright and early. Early bird gets the worm. Uh-huh. He's working at 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then he'd go in there and... Have a little snooze fest. It does perhaps explain the condition of the country under <laughs> Jimmy Carter. They said the only time that he would smile were when the cameras were rolling. Yeah. And also, this, this one I think is funny. So when he would visit Blair House, he would take down all of the pictures of Gerald Ford and Richard Nixon and put up photos of himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong move. Because they, he didn't want the uh, the former presidents looking down on him while they were all Republicans as well. All right, Casey, before we go, I want to play a voicemail for you. Remember last week when Hammer came in here and talked about what wimps our elected officials are mm-hmm. and how he opened up the, the phone lines or the studio for any of these elected people at 200 West Washington who say such mean things about me to their buddies and on social media and blah, blah, blah. Just come on in here and let's do it in person. Right. And 
I remember that you put it on hammer to set stuff up. If yeah. anybody wanted to come yeah. in here and have a uh, verbal debate with yeah. you, go through hammer yeah. and they'll come on in. Yeah, we'll open it up. We'll we'll do it in person. Let's do it live. Let's do it in front of everybody. We told uh, the Tesla guy uh, what. What's his name? Jake Teshka. Jake Teshka. I always you're, forget. You're going to get it right because I told you, he's turning it around it's, for me. Yeah, you're you're going to get on board Casey's eventually. standard of turning it around is simply that you vote to not let little kids be taught sex in public schools. Uh, we did finally get a call from someone, not any of the elected people, because they're too cowardly to come in here and have the conversation. But we did finally get a call from someone who does want to come in and fight with me. Uh, this is Mark Conkaluth. Uh, I've called in the past. Uh, I love the show. I love Casey. I, I love Kevin. I love Rob. Um, the thing I do not like is is the boss. And so I want to come on for the show that you guys discussed about, like having a like a, a session where somebody sits across from Rob and just spews hate at him um, about yes. the boss. I want to hate. I want to spew hate at at Rob for about twenty minutes about the boss. Mm-hmm. But I love Rob for everything else except for. The boss. I want to sit across from him for one session and argue argue with him about how horrible the boss is. Uh-huh. Love you guys. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Uh-huh. I, I want to see that happen. Have a great weekend, everybody. Make that happen. Can we do that Monday at 9, please? <laughs> That'll give me something to look forward to. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job, and thank you for listening today. We're going to count on you to be back here Monday. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I think it's all my fingers, I think it's